0: The Irish Times Business Podcast in association with Irish Life.
1: We're here to support your company and your employees, now and in the future. We know Irish life. We are Irish Life.
0: It's Wednesday, February the 18th, and you're very welcome to this week's Inside Business Podcast from the Irish Times. I'm Hugh Linehan, sitting in this week for Kieran Hancock, who's taking a well-deserved break. Today we're looking very close to home for our subject. Much has been written in recent years about the decline of the newspaper industry around the world. Over the last two decades, the rise of the internet, mobile connectivity and social media platforms has fundamentally challenged the traditional business model of newspaper publishing. So what to do? This week, the Irish Times announced that from next Monday, it will be introducing a metered subscription model for access to its digital content. And here to tell me about it are the editor of the newspaper, Kevin O'Sullivan, and its managing director, Liam Kavanagh. I have to tell you, gentlemen, first of all, I feel like I'm at a job interview, so uh, I don't need a statement of no pressure at all. Liam, I'll go to you first, because this is a business podcast, and this is, I think it's fair to say, essentially a business challenge that you're looking to face here. The The Irish Times was behind a paywall previously and came out from behind that paywall in 2008. Is this an acknowledgement in reality that that approach, that business strategy failed? Well, I think we're looking at a completely
2: different product and a completely different time, uh, Hugh, uh, from now back to 2007, I think is when we came out. And we came out because we had a service that was very flat, that wasn't growing and wasn't particularly um, innovative. What we've done in the last, and this is a project that has taken us two years to build, is to build a new service and build the technology and the data, the understanding of our readership to bring a new service. And it's a significantly different product to what we had back in 2007. It's a much deeper, broader range. It is a, it is a metered service, so it allows people to still get an awful lot of content for free. And uh, But if you want to go deeper into the site, well, then you you will be asked to pay. We set the meter at 10, uh, and above that, uh, you will be asked to pay on an article-by-article article basis. But there's still an awful lot of the site will be free, so you'll still be able to access the home homepage, the index pages, all of our video, all of our podcasts. Um, so uh, all of those services w- uh, will still be free. This is primarily targeted at... Uh, lapsed readers of the Irish Times, print readers, uh, who uh, consume and use Irish Times content on a very heavy basis uh, day to day. And above 10 uh, 10 articles uh, uh, per week, we think is a reasonable uh, point at which we should ask people to pay. Um, And so that's the background. It is a significantly different service to what we would have had uh,
0: uh, back then. Kevin, I mean, I was looking at a lot of user interaction on our on our own site and on social media since since we made this announcement uh, yesterday, um, and I suppose. We, because we're all in the newspaper industry, we're familiar with this concept of the of the metered model because it was introduced, I think, simultaneously into slightly different forms by the New York Times and the Financial Times, and has been rolled out across hundreds of newspapers since then. But this is its first instance in Ireland, so there's a. It's probably something of a challenge to get the message across as to what it is and how it works.
3: It is, and um, it's to understand that message that Liam has already given in the sense that a lot of it is free for the more intermittent casual. Cons- consumer of Irish Times content. Uh, but that we're targeting the heavy, intensively engaged reader that we have in can, the digital space.
0: Can you explain that for our listeners from the point of view of... <coughs> we've seen for years that newspapers, including the Irish Times, are, claim to have you know hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of unique users yes. per month, numbers which dwarf the traditional their sure. traditional circulation numbers. But the problem, of course, was, number one, you couldn't make enough money out of them to sustain journalism. And number two, a lot of them weren't, I suppose, regular users. They only came perhaps once or twice via, via a Google search or some kind of a share
3: yes well I think a lot of uh, the best way to explain that is a lot of our digital development which has taken place over the last 18 months in terms of enriching our offering has uh, come with a view to building engagement in other words to better serving those readers in terms of okay enticing them to come back uh, as a habit to irishtimes.com but really to add in the layers of content rich content across the whole digital, digital narrative that, that really entices them and and makes them a willing participa- participation uh, by way of uh, subscription relationship. And I think that's the evidence of that is in the figures in the sense that not only have we got very significant growth in traffic, but particularly the growth in engagement is very encouraging in terms of those more intensive consumers. Is,
0: is there an issue there, Liam, then, that you're looking at traffic in a different way that traditional metrics which you'll still see websites putting out on a regular basis which is number of page views per month or number of unique users per month that those are declining in value as a way of measuring a, 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 a viable business i suppose Yes, and I, to pick, it's a particular bugbear of mine that we don't have good stats in
2: relation to the market, in relation to uh, online um, uh, consumption. I, I think if I pick up on what Kevin is saying, the, the what this forced us to do back uh, two years ago was begin to look at data in a different way. And we began to, and we invested significantly in relation to our own data team to understand what readers want, uh, the times of day that they were consuming news, uh, the type of news that they consumed. And from that, we've been able to develop the services and products that we're now launching um, and, and, and we've seen uh, significantly different consumption patterns and consumption patterns that vary across the day. We've also seen significant crossover between the print readership and the online readership. So we think in the package of services that we have developed and that, and that we will continue to develop that we have a unique and differentiated product for people. So, for example, we've launched our business podcast and our uh, um, and also our business digest we've launched our own you know political hub where people can go in and access a whole range of data and information that previously would have been uh, we wouldn't necessarily have published for people so there's a lot of new depth and range of information that's there for people we will also open up the archive for people so back we will be able to access the newspaper back to uh, 1859 in terms of its pdf um, version and also the uh, digital archive back to 1995 so a lot of much deeper uh, and, and uh, a range of content that wasn't there previously and this is responding to our uh,
0: r- revised view of the reader and putting the reader first in terms of what they want. Skeptics will say the New York Times is a global media brand. The Financial Times provides a very specific set of, set of services and information which people are prepared to either put in their expense accounts or their company will, will pay for them for a for, for good reason. And that it will be a lot tougher for a, uh, a small quality newspaper in a small English language market to achieve similar levels of, of success. What would you say to that? Yes, I understand that. And, and New
2: York Times is a different model, and uh, uh, as is the FT. In our case, uh, I think we are seeing this as the beginning of something rather than the end of something. We're seeing as as the launch of uh, a range of services which will provide uh, part of the uh, solution for the future of the Irish Times in terms of its revenue model. It isn't a panacea. Uh, there will be uh, we will continue we will have to continue developing uh, the range of services and look for other revenue models from it. What we, might we have? We might have ask. well, just we have an initial target to double our existing base from about eighteen thousand subscribers to. Uh, just under 40,000 subscribers. And if we can do that, uh, we'll ha- we'll, we will begin to build uh, quite a significant uh, uh, alternative revenue stream. Other services, Hugh, that might come, well, we will launch uh, IT Sunday uh, uh, with this new service. And it's things like that and uh, services such as that that we will uh, continue to look at and, and, and uh, uh, respond to readers needs because again in this in this phase i think we are beginning to think of uh, the reader first and to think the reader as a customer of the irish times and what services and what offerings can we provide to, to them
0: is that a profound difference there kevin that that when one runs a free-to-air website yes your your readers or your users or your customers but your relationship with them is becomes different
3: quite quickly when they become paying customers I think that's true and I think you can see it in the different consumption patterns that Liam was referring to and the different sort of mood when they consume our content through what devices. And, um, you know, I think there are two different markets in a sense, but you have to serve both. Uh, But but I I would be reassured by the research which is showing that the metered model suits even the generalist uh, quality newspaper and that's where we are. Um, And equally, you know we're not sort of confined to a domestic market we have an international dimension ourselves which i think has potential for growth not only with the irish diaspora but with people that like our view of the world that's backed by a very strong team of foreign correspondents um, and very significant commentators on uh, with an international dimension uh, which i think enriches beyond ireland i think that that augurs well but i think the research is 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 coming in our favour. While that there is that doubt about the business model, um, I think the the revenue streams from a meter approach um, are are be beginning to grow for a lot of publications. Um, and as Liam has said, it will take time to build. This is the beginning of the journey for us.
0: Which is which is more which is more challenging? The challenge to the journalism or the challenge to the business model of newspapers?
3: Or are the two so inextricably linked you can't? pick them apart? Well, I, I think the two are inextricably linked, to be honest with you. I think you ha- you have to be good in both spaces and that's what we intend to be. Um, and th- from my perspective, that means improving our journalism, being able to to tell the digital story in a very meaningful, engaging way a- and in terms of how and when and what technology is used to consume that journalism. Um, it's a big ask. It's a big ask for journalists in the sense because you have to... Supply the, the news edge, the breaking news, but also the deeper, immersive journalism, the context. And uh, I think, you know, we have improved across all those fronts, and I think that will grow stronger in time.
1: At Irish Life, we can tell you that 49% of employees in Ireland don't think about tomorrow, they don't have a pension plan. We can help you help them. Because if you're involved in running your company's pension plan, we can administer it for you. With our member-specific investment solutions, online access for employers, trustees and members, and always-on smartphone apps. Just call one of our corporate team on 01704 1845. Visit irishlifecorporatebusiness.ie or contact your pension consultant to find out how we can help your company think of tomorrow. We know Irish life. We are Irish life. Irish Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. All information source for Irish Life September 2014.
0: Liam, newspaper circulation for the Irish Times, as for pretty much every newspaper I'm aware of, has been in decline about thirty percent or so over the last over the last five or six years. Do you anticipate that continuing? Yes, we'll have ABC figures coming out in the next couple of days which
2: are going to show the market declining again by about another 6% in terms of the quality uh, market and that has impacted on us as well. I think in part, in, in I think it will level out. Uh, I still think there's a, a long-term future for the printed product and I think part of what we're doing here will put a floor under uh, newspaper sales because I think part of the offering that we're giving to people is quite an attractive home delivery offer but I also think that uh, the putting a value on our online content and asking people to pay for it will offer people choice. And I, 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 I do think we will see newspaper sales, uh, the
0: fall in newspaper sales, uh, flattening out. Uh, do you think char- of- Sorry, do you think charging for for our digital content? will have that impact in other words might, might, might arrest the decline in sales to some degree at least because clearly there's a migration of some sort taking place there where people are moving from, from print to digital and some of them might not do that if they have to pay for digital Yes, I think you have this schizophrenic type behaviour at the
2: moment where we have uh, a printed newspaper that uh, about 80,000 people a day pay for along with the digital edition And then you have all the uh, content that's available for free uh, on the site. So some might ask themselves, well, why am I paying for this when I can get it for free? This now uh, puts that argument slightly uh, the other way around. Uh, If you place a value on our content and if you're interested enough in the service, uh, might you pay? And we really want it to be something, uh, a service to readers that they are happy to pay for. This is not a question of sneaking up behind people and catching them over a metre of ten and saying, now gotcha, we, uh, we want you to pay. We really want people to be comfortable with the service, to like the service, and for it to be part of their daily consumption of news and information, in a way
0: perhaps that the newspaper uh, was many years ago. What about um, price point and the, the, the concept of average revenue per user, which is a concept which is long-standing in the newspaper industry and, and, and presumably in other industries as well, that the average revenue per user for, for a print customer combined the amount of money they handed over when they walked into the shop and bought the newspaper, or at least as much as that has ended back in this building, uh, along with advertising. You're talking about much lower numbers from that on both sides. On both Sides, aren't you, both the advertising and the customer payment in in the digital world?
2: Yeah, well, I mean your cost of delivery is 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 um, uh, is much less. Uh, we are a little bit thinking of this more, much more platform neutral now. But we are also, I think, in a very new space for the Irish Times because pricing for the Irish Times would have been set maybe once a year in relation to what you set the newspaper price at. And um, now we're in a, uh, a very new environment where we're having to consider how we. Uh, bundle products together such as print and digital and and the price points that we uh, uh, offer them at so we have a lot of new skills to learn Uh, our initial range of prices uh, are uh, we we think are are pitched at a very uh, um, attractive uh, value uh, point but we learn from that Uh, I think we will will move over time uh, and we will adjust and uh, adopt uh, our pricing as the customer and as the reader uh, uh, wants
0: Kevin, the Irish Times, as I said, is the is the first newspaper or media organisation to go down this route in Ireland although it's been followed by a lot of other media organisations around the world. What's your analysis of the way the media landscape is in Ireland right now and do you anticipate anybody else? Uh, I, I know that the, the, there are two Sunday newspapers that are behind paywalls of one sort or another but in the daily newspaper market nobody's gone down this route.
3: No, I think it's fair to say they'll be watching us very carefully and see how it performs for us um, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if others followed. But uh, just to underline my earlier point, I think the meter model particularly suits us in terms of the quality of journalism the depth of journalism um, and the digital elements that we are now providing and, and hope to build on um, but I think the the attitude to subscription has changed which is very significant and I think it, that will force other media organizations other newspapers to relook at options in terms of revenue by, by way of some form of paywall or subscription. Do you hope they do or would you prefer
0: for the Irish Times to be the premium paid product in the marketplace? Well, I suppose
3: the, it, if they do, it, it it'll become, I suppose, more of a, a generalist option in the in the media market. And um, but I think generally already there's across media beyond newspapers, uh, um, you can see the acceptance uh, towards subscription through Netflix, through other pay per view options. And I think, uh, you know. That, that's a comfortable place for a lot of people. They see the value and I think they will see the value in the Irish Times. I think, as Liam has said, it, it's priced v- very well at, at a whole series of levels. And,
0: and Liam, how does the advertising revenue model change once one moves into a paid subscription website as opposed to a free-to-air website or does it change at all? No change in the short term. There's no change in the, in the
2: model that we're using and you, you will still have advertising fully on the site. It does offer in due course as you build the uh, customer base, the opportunity for advertisers to uh, get information around a demographic that is uh, significantly different uh, to what they get today. Uh, Today, people are not sure as to the audience that they're buying. With a new subscriber base, we would have a much better understanding of that audience, and we think that will provide value for advertisers that they currently don't have. But that is
0: yet to come. That's, uh, you, do, do you think, for example, that advertisers might treat advertising to to subscribers in a different way than they would from people who've just come under the wall because they're kind of occasional visitors? You know? Would there well, be a I way of serving that in the future?
2: I think that advertisers will place more value on it. I think brands will uh, understand their, uh, their target demographic much better and therefore they will likely pay more for that. And I, I think they will get more value from that. And I think that will be a strength for the Irish Times in the future.
0: I mean, the newspaper industry is dealing with underlying uh, deep changes. But obviously, we've also been dealing with a financial crisis here in Ireland um, over the last few years. Does the fact that there's some something of a turn taking place there, does that help in terms of an in- initiative of this sort? Yes, I think our timing is reasonably good. We are at a point where the uh, economic
2: backdrop has improved. Last year, uh, we saw advertising increase for the first year since 2007. So there is a bit of a lift. Um, and I think for us, for our demographic and for our, our audience, uh, our timing is, is good. Um, we think that people will place a value on the product. People are looking for value. That would be a lot of the research that would be coming out of us over the last while. Customers looking for value all the time. And
0: we think there's value in these services for people. Finally, Kevin, if I could ask you, the Irish Times doesn't exist in order to provide value to dividends to shareholders or profit to a, a private owner or whatever it might be. It, it, it exists to further the uh, the aim set out in its Articles Association as a trust um, to carry out certain social functions for the benefit of the people of Ireland. How do you see that mission being sustained over the next 40 years or so? Is there a point at which um, that mission will be be sustained without a daily print product? Whatever about having a print product of some sort. Do you see it moving perhaps to a weekly or every second day or all the various
3: things that people are trying around the world, I suppose. Well, firstly, I think um, on the issue of values and standards and the principles that we abide by and try to to meet on a daily basis, they still apply and they apply very much in the digital world. And if anything, you know, they they make us stand out and and people value them and and identify with us through through those values. So I think that's an essential sort of item as we move forward and become more digital but I I think um, certainly for the foreseeable future and I'm getting this from talking to other newspaper editors as well there's a more optimistic view now despite all the uncertainty despite all the decline in print that you know, newspapers are very important platforms, and uh, you know that's my considered view. I think the New York Times last year said, you know, a ten-year perspective as far as they were concerned. Um, similar quality publications are, are been a little bit more upbeat, notwithstanding all the pressures on the print side. The other lesson I think that's very interesting is that, um, and we're we're sort of coming to the understanding: you need a strong digital side to protect your newspaper and protect what it does, and I think. You know that's how we are going to to uh, to develop over the next few years in the sense that um, as Liam has implied and said, um, it's going to put a floor, hopefully, on, on some of the print side, um, and that will strengthen the overall mix. And equally, I think it's reassuring to see the the strength of the platform still, say, of the Irish Times in the Irish market. Um, it's still, you know, very influential publication um, and it's a really good platform for us not only just in pure print terms but also in the digital world like a lot of our major series have their being first in print and then have this great ripple effect through, through digital right,
0: We should leave it there. Thanks very much gentlemen And that's it for this edition of Inside Business Thanks to our producer Sinead O'Shea and engineer Gary White. Kieran Hancock will be back next week but until then from me Hugh Linehan, goodbye and good luck